0: In this episode,
1: I don't know. I actually stood up for myself, which I probably wouldn't have done in the past. Mm. So that was a pretty big moment for me. Good for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then I, um, I told, I, I called her a bitch nice. several times. That was my first time ever calling her a bitch in any in any way. Like-
0: now that's Megan standing up for herself. And if you're wondering who she called a bitch, well, it was her mom. And what better way to celebrate this past Mother's Day than with the return of Megan calling her mom a bitch along with an update on the rest of her life and another installment of the Curious Conversations with me, Giselle Marisol. I'm back, everyone, and this is episode 106 of the Cross-Yas podcast. So, you ready for another one? Yes!
1: Yes, yes, Yas. Yas, 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 Yas. cross yes podcast with Giselle Marisol. Yas! Yas! Yas, yes, 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 yas, yas,
0: Yas, Yas. Welcome to the Cross-Yas podcast the podcast that still says yes to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. I'm your host, Giselle Mirasol. I consider myself transgender, I cross-dress every now and then, and I'll be your guide into this wonderful universe of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. Want more information? Check out our website, www.crossyaspodcast.com, for behind-the-scenes stuff, Q&As with guests, and ways you can support our podcast, like via our Patreon. Want to chat with me, Sierra, or other wonderful Crossy Yas listeners, well, check out our Discord, The Crossy Yas Confidential, which is also available on our website. And finally, if you loved Megan's story and you have your own personal anecdote that's cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender-related, but wondering to yourself, hey, I wonder if anyone wants to hear my story. Well, duh. You know me and you know the podcast. The answer to your burning question is aloud. Frickin. Yes! Hit me up Giselle at DM me on Instagram at Yas Podcast or chat me up on Discord Rochi underscore mochi pound seven three two five. Looking forward to it. Hey, everyone, happy May. Here again with another Kiryas conversation episode, and I don't know, I'm sorry, I'm still dealing with some languishing issues on my end. If you haven't noticed, then if you really haven't noticed, you're a fucking liar.
1: Why the fuck you lying? Why, Why you always?
0: You, the cross Yas listener, has probably missed me, I hope, and it's been like almost three weeks since I've last posted an episode. I even took a little mini-break from posting stuff on the Patreon, so for you Patreon patrons, I paused payments for the month of May, but we will continue them starting June 1st. But I'm back this month with what I promised to have some good stuff in store here on the podcast and on the Patreon. And we'll start here with episode 106. And on episode 106, this one features a cross-yass favorite guest, Megan, where her and I had a small conversation a couple weeks back. If you don't remember, Megan came onto the podcast over a year ago, way back in episode 48, where, from what I remember, she was very hesitant, and she's kind of a scared human being just dying to break out of her shell. In this curious conversation with me, she talks about how she opened up recently to her mom, and she kind of gave it to her mom, as you heard in the intro.
1: I mean, why gotta be... Why you why gotta be such a... A
0: bitch? Hey. But she did talk to her sister and and you'll see why that was a welcomed reprieve. Megan also gives us other updates in her life and how she's so glad she came onto the podcast to tell her story over a year ago. It's another Kyriyas convo and one of my first updates on a guest we've had here on the podcast. Love me some Megan and I'm sure you will too. But no further wait, here's Megan in another Kyriyas conversation with me on the Cross Crossyas podcast. So enjoy. Okay, uh, well, welcome back, Megan, to the Cross the Yas Podcast. Uh, how are you today? Doing pretty good. Nice. Love it. Love it. Very short and concise. I like it. <laughs> well, it's been a year, a little over a year since you've been on the podcast. Uh, do you want to kind of remind everyone on the podcast who you are? And uh, I don't know, what's, what's new with you, girl?
1: I was living in Houston about a year ago. My wife came out to me as lesbian, and then I eventually told her about myself uh, after we decided to divorce. And, I mean, oh, that, was, that was pretty much it at the time. Um, mm-hmm. Now I'm much different, I think. Okay. Well,
0: how different are you, girl? What's changed? What's what's new in the Megan world?
1: Pretty much everything. Okay. I'm living alone now. I am pretty much... Being Megan all the time, besides at work, and still trying to get out some, you know, that's a struggle for me. But I'm working on it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm living alone, just trying to figure myself out and get where I'm going, wherever that is. But I it's mean, just, I up, right? yeah, yeah, it's just it's just so much different than it was a year ago because I'm not living with my ex-wife and I don't know, i'm a little happier with myself i'm a lot more open with everything that's been going on and you know i've told a lot of people about myself and i've progressing
0: yes yes i mean so much progression at least from what i mean we've talked a lot on our discord and i feel like you're now a you're like a guide now to a lot of people. <laughs> when last year you were, um, you know, new to new to the whole cross dressing and transgender scene, I feel like now you're just you're your own badass. You know, it's weird.
1: It is weird.
0: <laughs> How have you? What have uh, you done differently uh, in the year for to becoming Megan? And do you want to kind of talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah so after we talked one of the things that i hadn't done i guess when we talked or whatever was telling my therapist i did tell her like maybe a month after and that went pretty well she suggested that i go to like join support groups and and all that stuff you know try to contact get contact with people so i joined as this, this is like right Right when the pandemic was starting, but not quite locked down yet. I went to Trius. It was a Trius uh, group in Mm -hmm. Houston. Uh, I joined that. I never really did anything else with it. I kind of got, like, just for me, how, like, I felt it was just kind of weird. Didn't feel like it fit for me. It just kind of felt like old mindset, like older person mindset of everything. And just didn't just didn't fit, um, so I didn't ever really go and do anything or interact with anybody, which is fine. I don't I don't regret not joining them more. I started going to a support a trans support group in Houston. It was on Zoom, online, and there were a ton of people on that. That was really nice. It was really relatable. Uh, when i went to that the first few times i was presenting as a dude the last time i went to it i was presenting as megan uh, with a wig i don't wear a wig anymore If you don't know uh, you know, you've seen yeah, it I know. <laughs> but it was the support group was really good i did i did stop going though because i moved and i i when i moved to where i'm at now it's a smaller city and they do have a trans support group, but it's like once a month and there's only ever like two people there. I don't know. I don't get much out of it. I stopped going. Like one of the times I went, the facilitator never even showed up. So I'm like, this is kind of yikes, not great for me. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I'm just sitting here
0: in the waiting room
1: for 30 minutes. (laughs) Uh, So dumb. Hmm. I've also, around August, I think, just like right before I moved from Houston, I told my sister about me. She was the first family member I told. Well, actually, I take that back. I told my brother um, that I'd been dealing with gender dysphoria stuff.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: Um, I told him in like June, I think, like on a text. And that started out pretty well. Uh, th- but then he kind of did some like... Some, like, response, like, not to invalidate you, but, like, you know, that kind of BS. Sounds like bullshit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, that, that, like, really, that really got to me, and I, I I called him out on it, and he didn't really respond, so I, I don't know, I didn't talk to him for quite a while, besides maybe a, you know, happy Thanksgiving text here and there, or not here and there, but a text here and there, but. Mm-hmm. Not much else. I told my sister about me in August, just before I moved back here, and I live in the town with my sister. She took it well. She is super supportive and accepting, which is nice. I. So just after that, I moved here, back to this town, and I started. Present or dressing up, I guess, every day after work, or being myself, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. I don't know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but that it's for me is so. I don't know. It's just so crazy, just how much it has affected my mind. Maybe I don't know how how just like doing this all all every day. It's it's really made it to where me going out as a dude is just like just feels like a mask. And it's it's really strange to deal with. Or I guess to acknowledge it maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around October or, or Halloween I, I went to my friend's house, the one I went to Halloween the first time as Megan. I went to his house as a witch that Halloween. As as I'm sorry, not as yeah as a witch. So I was In my mind, I was myself as a witch, not Billy as a girl as a witch, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure it does. It does. So that was interesting because I was the only one that went in costume that night. There's only like six people there. So it wasn't a very big party or anything. But I was the only one in costume. So that was interesting and fun, I guess.
0: That's lame. no one else wants yeah. be festive just you
1: yeah, I was the only only festive one and kind of outed myself a bit. How so? Um, well after that, my friend like after New Year's uh, it's kind of later, but after New Year's, you know, I just went out and shit and my friend like brought up Halloween. <laughs> He's like, um, so I kind of knew something was up then on Halloween because you were just too good. You you seemed like you knew what you were doing. Thanks nice. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. Then, so after after Halloween, I went to. Well, I didn't really do much after Halloween, but so I just day to day stuff. Eventually, Thanksgiving came around. I hadn't told many people since my sister at that point. But I was really wanting to tell my mom and just kind of like try to reconnect with her over Thanksgiving. Um, So She came over early that day. She lives in the same city as me as well. So she came over pretty early. I made her breakfast. I'm in dude mode ate breakfast um i told her i'm like hey i got a new car you want to go check it out she's like okay she seemed kind of reluctant but you know we still we went i drove around for about two hours and she's mostly doing all the talking i'm just kind of like stuck in my head the whole time just anxious and nervous and everything in between i guess so I eventually, I made it my way to a car wash. And that's when I told her. I told her in the car wash. Fun times. Can't run away without getting soaked. Got her. Just kidding. <laughs> yep, got her. You know, I told her that I'd always, I've always had gender issues or stuff always suppressed it and hid it. And she told me that her, or not her, her she told me that my dad had, some gender thing but i don't know anything she didn't elaborate didn't give me any details and i don't know if i ever will get any so yeah that day went pretty good she she was nice and told me she loved me and you know we eventually nice. went to the park and we hugged and all that you know all the stuff you would expect to do if things went well nice so things did go well that day Good. So then yeah. I'm like, hey, mom, you want to go to lunch on Sunday? And she's like, okay. So we go to lunch. She went to church that day. I don't go to church. She went to church, and I met her there at the restaurant. And all I did was ask her. I'm like, how was church? And that was a bad idea. That was a terrible question to ask. <laughs> I, get, I mean, it was, so, it was such an easy question. Like, you should you just say good? It was fantastic. Okay. Here we go. But she um, she started talking about my niece who used to go with her. She like brought up, my niece is half black. And she, she brought up how my niece wore a BLM shirt to church with her one day. And that like was a huge ordeal and crime and blah, blah, blah. And oh. The biggest problem ever. And then she started, I don't know, because this was, you know, right around the election, like right when it was, Over and Trump lost. My mom's like a big Trump person for some reason. Yeah, she hated mom, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't like her right now. So So she started talking about how like I voted for Biden, so I'm a socialist and trans people in the military are bad and how they're wasting all the money and or she started talking about how public schools are turning kids trans and I'm like the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) It doesn't work that way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, ugh. So I, I don't know, I actually stood up for myself, which I probably wouldn't have done in the past. Mm -hmm. So that was a pretty big moment for me. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I I told, I I called her a bitch several times. That was my first time ever calling her a bitch in any in any way, like behind her back, or in front of her, or about her, I've never done that before. That was my first time, and I probably did it about I don't know, fifteen times that day. Nice. I was really, okay. I was really upset. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's probably the most upset I've ever been. Wow. And a long time, at least. Wow. So i I, <clears throat> I haven't talked to her since. I've heard some nasty things. From her through other people, like she did you uh, call you a bitch, or <laughs> she didn't. Oh. She just ran away.
0: It's probably worse, I guess. At least if she calls you a bitch, at, she, at least she'd be like, "Well, at least she's talking to me." But
1: yeah, then then she would at least acknowledge what I've told her.
0: Yeah, and recognize that you're a bitch. At least, yeah. and be like, yeah. "Oh, at least she's recognized me as a female." I guess. Yeah. I with this bitch. <laughs> so, you know, in a year have your has your identity changed? Like do you do you identify as now transgender or yes. you know, or okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I do. Um it's it's been a process. Yeah. And you know, I still I still struggle with it. I still How struggle with I still struggle with a lot of like imposter syndrome and mm-hmm. I still have a lot of shame and guilt and fear and it's hard. I have started seeing, uh, well, I started seeing a couple gender therapists, but that didn't go well.
0: Mm-hmm. They weren't
1: that great. One of them was calling me going out dressed up as being in drag. Yikes. And I'm like, how are you even a gender therapist? Like, how is this even your specialty? Like, right. This is like basic terminology. You should know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you'd think. Jeez.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I I lost my first therapist and I I got that one like more specifically for like my relation. my failed relationship. Mm -hmm. But I really, I really liked her. But I lost her because of my insurance changed and it's a big, Mm -hmm. huge ordeal. Um, so that, that's what like prompted me to go more specific to like a gender therapist. Cause I'm like, well, this is more um, important to me now and more urgent, I think, than whatever the, whatever I was dealing with a year ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, it just wasn't a great experience for me. So I, I dropped that guy. That was a local person. I actually like went there. That wasn't, I don't know, I just, I wouldn't go to that guy. I don't remember his name, so I can't tell you who it was, but I wouldn't go.
0: He's, he was shit. He does you don't need to know his name. Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't, just don't, just don't go anywhere here, wherever I am. (laughs) So I started going to, I did one online from someone in Austin, and that was, she was okay. She just didn't like, she didn't interact much. So it was just, it was really just me talking. I'm like, no, okay. no questions asked. No like, hmm. suggestions on things to do. Just wasn't helpful. Hmm. I mean, as much as I like to talk, I mean, I think I talked on the Discord chat the other night for like four hours straight, almost people love it. They love it. I kept, I kept trying to tell them, like, y'all need to talk because I'm tired of talking, but they're like, no, we, we like listening to you. <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, that that lady didn't work out, but she she got like sick or something. So that was my out with of her. You? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, she got sick. So I was like, let me find someone else. And mm-hmm. I just I wasn't having any luck trying to find like a gender therapist around here. Mm-hmm. Um, especially ones that would take my insurance. Mm. That's probably the main inhibitor. Right. But I've, I just I found... Just a normal therapist, just a plain therapist. And she's, she is much better. I've been seeing her for like three or four times already. Oh, okay. good. And she's, she's much better. I like her. I like her a lot. She's just really good at like asking questions. And like she, this is stupid. She asked me, this is like the dumbest question someone could ask. But it was so, it was good for me to hear, I think. Mm-hmm. It was just like, What, what are you afraid of? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, Ah I don't know. Stop. <laughs> Myself, so I point. guess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been good with her. I like I like that lady.
0: And you and I think we talked about it. You don't know the answer to that question yet, right? Of what are you afraid of? Or you have you you're battling with that question still?
1: I am struggling with that question still. I'm work I'm working on and not struggling.
0: And how are you struggling with it? What is it that you're struggling with?
1: Um, I think it's just like all of it. There's just so much going on with me right now. It's just, it's like a huge, I mean, it's like a transition, I guess. It's a huge turning point in my life. And it's like, I don't know. I guess I'm afraid of all that. I'm afraid of all the unknown. I'm afraid of the unknown. I'm afraid of being hurt. By who? around here. Oh, okay. There's people around here. Okay. It's not the best place to be.
0: Where are you? Do you, you want to just tell everyone on the yeah, yeah, yeah. where Yeah, are yeah. I'm in where College Station. Okay.
1: Which is home of Texas A&M. Mm. One of the most right-wing colleges in the United States, I think. Or it seems like it. Mm. Maybe not, but it seems like it to me. Mm. Especially everyone's houses that I go to at work.
0: What about it? What are those houses like?
1: Oh, they're just every, like every house that I go to. It's like Fox News on every TV, blaring on every freaking speaker. Hmm. Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> not not the place for me. I need to get out of here. That's another struggle is the, the fear is like, I don't want to live here. I hate my job. It's just, ugh, it's everything. It's just overwhelming. I think it's my biggest problem. I'm just overwhelmed.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, especially with like COVID, I think we're all struggling with. I mean, for me, just being stuck at home and not being able to go out. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that's partly the good thing about the Discord, and partly good about like Instagram and Mm -hmm. these things are like nice outlets, but they're just no substitute for being yourself. If Mm -hmm. that makes
1: sense. No, it totally makes sense. Um,
0: And I think you're still struggling with that, or trying, just trying to be Megan, right? Just outside. Find a support group that's not just Zoom calls or a therapist. Like, I think that's what's nice about the podcast and the Discord, which you know, to be fair, we all haven't been on lately because we're all struggling with our own selves.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're all we're also busy. And
0: yeah, lately, and it's hard. Um, but I think even in a year, your progress has been almost like Sierra's. Um, maybe she's gone a little further with the. Um, Physical and social and medical transition, which is, you know, great, but it's not for everyone. But it's just like, it's nice to see how much you've progressed. And it's, it's like a, it's a real positive thing for other people to see as well. Just to be like, wow, look at Megan. You know, you could hear yourself <laughs> in your first interview being kind of really hesitant and just um, definitely scared um, of like finding out who you are and very almost shy and timid <laughs> about like, I don't know, I don't know. And you were with your ex and, living with her and now look at you you're like going to therapy or going out more because you know we've seen your photos um, if you follow at Megan on uh, is it Megan R what, what's me
1: yeah it's Megan R I think Megan
0: R4 um, yeah Megan R4 if you follow that on Instagram you just see you're like out more you're taking more photos you're just like really embracing yourself and I don't know I find that so admirable and it's really great so,
1: yeah thanks yeah. but yeah it's um it's Getting there. Yeah. I'm. I am definitely working on getting out more. Mm-hmm. But it, that's still that's still really hard for me to do. That's probably like for me. I think that's one of my biggest hurdles is getting out of the house. Yeah. Like I, I, I've gotten out of the house a few times. Like I've, you know, did the Halloween. I actually went to IHOP that day too. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I got served, and that kind of. Kind of no. stirred up stuff, which mm-hmm. was because I, I was a witch at IHOP too. Mm-hmm. But that, I don't know, I got served and that that screwed me up. But been there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on New Year's, I went out with my ex. We went to a drag show. That was my like first time out in public yes. as vegan. Love it. Yeah. that was that was a fun night. I got really drunk and danced a lot. Yeah, I almost I almost. I could have gotten some man ass if I wanted it, but I
0: didn't. Do you want to? I've heard the story, but do you want to tell the podcast what man ass almost happened?
1: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So we're we're at the club, and we're like, I'm just like super wasted. It's like two o'clock. We're leaving, and my ex wife, she's like, I'll drive. I'm good. She didn't. She didn't really drink. And as we're leaving, there's this dude outside, and he's like, Hey, uh, can you take me home? I can't. I can't get a taxi, which is not shocking because where that club was, just there's not a lot of stuff around there, especially at night. Mm. He's like, can you take me home? And he told us like where he's at. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Not far, I'm drunk, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Normally, I would never do that ever. Like that's just so like not me. It's weird. But I agreed. And we, you know, we start taking him home. He's like talking. We're just like chit-chatting. It's fun he starts, we start getting close to his house. And he's like, oh, McDonald's. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I really just want to go home, but okay. So we go to McDonald's. They're closed. Of course. Mm-hmm. There's a Burger King right next door. And he's like, what about Burger King? I want Burger King. And we're like, no, it's closed too. Look at it. It's closed, <laughs> clearly. And the whole time he's like, he starts like, it's like feeling on my arm, my shoulder, because he's in the back seat, I'm in the passenger seat. So There's feeling on my shoulder and then my Ooh. arm, just kind of like rubbing it. And I've never been in this kind of situation before, so I didn't really know how to react. Mm-hmm. Um, it was strange for me. Hmm. Not necessarily in a good way, because I wasn't really into it. Hmm. Okay. So he. We left McDonald's because they were closed. We go to Jack in the Box because they were open. Love it. Lines around the freaking building because it's New Year's and 2 o'clock. And it's the only place open. <laughs> uh, we sat in the drive-through line for like twenty minutes. We did not move one bit and the whole time. Like he's just like talking and like filling up on my shoulder. Started by then he started kind of grabbing at my hands and my fingers, which ugh, fucking weird, weird. <laughs> So we leave because we didn't get anything because you're just sitting there. <laughs> so we end up going to Whataburger. And that was a much that line was moving much quicker. Hmm. Uh, my nephew worked that Whataburger. He was actually working that night. So he could have oh. found he could have found out about me that night. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, I guess he would have noticed my, my ex-wife. Oh, yeah, Cause she was driving. But so we're in the line. And the guy is, like, he's still filling up on me. He's, like, trying to invite me and my ex to his house. Hey, now. Nice. So, three-way. Three-way with the (laughs) ex. No, thanks. Um, So, we order our food, and we're, we're like, we're about to pay. And he's, like, oh, shit, I forgot my wallet. Of course. So, of course, I had to pay for the fucking food. Wow. What a dick. Like, while we're in the line, too, he, like, he actually got, like, really... He got pretty, um, I don't know, risky or whatever. Like, he started like actually going down to my crotch.
0: Well, there. Okay.
1: And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> at the same time, I'm like drunk still. And I'm like laughing at it because I'm like, I'm like super tucked. So there's like nothing there for him to grab at. Mm-hmm. He's looking though. He's looking. <laughs> um, so we take him home. He lived like right by my mom's house. Just fucking weird.
0: Really odd. Okay. Really
1: odd. I got his phone number. I've never called him. Oh. I don't really have any intention on it. Hmm. But that was that was a good night for the most part, and I also oh I don't know, the next the next day I was you know it was New Year's. I was like texting you know friends, just like Happy New Years, Happy New Years. Mm-hmm. Do you, you have any good time? Whatever so my one of my friends Allie she responded She was the first one to respond and she's like I was I was in bed by 10 it was great (laughs) so now I was kind of like should I or shouldn't I like tell my story of what all happened Mm -hmm. last night yeah so I did I I did And, and you know I I was nervous about it but I did and eventually I'm like hey do you want to see pictures and she's like yeah sure and she liked them she said they were I was pretty and stuff just uh-huh. nice about 30 minutes later her husband my friend Jeremy he texted me cuz I you know I, I asked him like how New Year's was mm-hmm. and he's like it was good and the next thing was if you turn into a woman I fully support you you just can't change your name What? (laughs) Just I don't know, it's weird. It's funny though. (laughs) Okay. Weird. Okay. So at that point I just kinda had a I wrote a novel in text form and just went over every single little thing that I did like for myself last year.
0: Nice, okay. Just
1: everything, you know the podcast, the therapist support groups, just everything. Uh-huh. And shared them my Instagram account. So he's on that now. His wife is on there too. Nice. Okay. My sister. So I, have a, I have a few actual people I know that are on there now. Just cool.
0: Nice. So you know, I'm going to ask though, the whole time this guy was feeling on you and you like were either hesitant or just kind of like weirded out by it Did you have you had any feelings towards like that you recognize in yourself that like maybe i'm into this or maybe this is something i want to look into or was it just like this is gross i don't want this and i'm not attracted to this at all
1: it was gross and i wasn't attracted to it
0: interesting okay so do you still find yourself as like if you are transgender and do you see yourself as a woman? Would you be only interested in other women or are you interested in like trans women or well, I mean, trans women are women, but like you're not interested in men at all sort of thing. Not really. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like I'm not, I'm not attracted to men. I got, I don't know. I Honestly, I kind of feel like I might be on the asexual. Interesting. Uh, okay. A little bit. I don't know. Maybe. How so? Or, or maybe I'm just like just too in my head with this other everything else. I don't know. Mm. It's just not the priority to me right now. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it ever really has been.
0: The sex part. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah I mean, that's... but I mean,
1: I'm like, I'm still attracted to women, just like it's, it's like few and far between. Mm. That makes sense. I mean, it's also like the I like her, but I kind of want to be her, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, we had that one guest, I've, so many of you guests have been on here, um, where she talked about, like, that girl's really pretty. I would like mm-hmm. to be her sort of thing. But, like, do I want to fuck her? Yeah. Not really. Mm-hmm. But I think it sounds like you you want to be a woman, right? Is that what, where I'm kind of getting at now? Or is that where you're kind of understanding? Or is it sort of like I can do this just part-time? Like, doing this is sometimes... A fun thing but like do you want Would if you were ever to transition as megan would you would it be a full-time thing you think or is it just because you said being a guy is
1: like you're like man not really my thing anymore is that still true or yeah i think that's true um i i I, I, it kind of feels like it's just going full-time i like going going to work is so hard for me to do just or even like I went to my friend Jeremy's house the other day and I, I haven't presented at his house except Halloween. You know, you know, he's accepting all stuff. It's just just like, it's me. I I have that block of like just leaving, just getting out of my house. Hmm. Um, So I, I keep telling him like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it one day. I'm going to do it. You know, like two Fridays ago, I I was going over there and I had my big girl pants on, but then just that internal struggle was just yeah, that I don't know shame or whatever. I don't know, just started hitting like real hard, and Mm. so I went back to dude mode and I felt like just terrible about myself. I felt defeated. Mm. That's bad. I, I I've told them. I've told his wife that since I I told her that the next time I come over, I'm just going to do it because I think that's I think that's the only way I'm going to do it is if I if I I say I'm going to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I mean, and when you were talking about what are you afraid of? Like, that's a great question to ask yourself. What are you afraid of it in that moment?
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to their house in the country and they live by themselves. And they both know, and they both seen pictures, and they both seen me dressed up in person, and I've known them for 20-plus years. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not them, it's me.
0: hmm Yeah. It's 99.9% you. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like they support you and care about you and still cherish your friendship, so mm-hmm. yeah, really, what do you... What are you holding? You're holding yourself back. is what it sounds like. And that's totally a normal and valid understanding and feelings because a lot of us are holding ourselves back. We just don't want to admit it.
1: Right. Yeah. I'll, I will fully admit it. I'm holding myself back. And actually I've been, sorry, my brain's kind of scatterbrained, but I got this book or the, like a few weeks ago, I bought a journal and like this book of writing prompts. And I've been trying to do that. Like, Nice. Like I'll go, I'll go to the park in the mornings sometimes and, I'll, and like I'll drink coffee and I'll like write in there. And nice. I did that this morning with the writing prompt book. And one of the prompts was like, what's the thing that's been standing in your way the most? And, you know, I'm like, well, it's me. I'm standing in my way the most. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know, that's, that's funny that that came up.
0: <laughs> well, how do you think, how do you think you're, you're, you can fix that? Like holding yourself back. Or kind of being your own, the person you're most afraid of.
1: How do I fix it? I would say. Uh, it's, just, it's just for me, it's just going to take some time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to take time and, and just processing and, and doing it. Which I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've already considered going out there. I never would have done that before. Mm. There's been a few times. Like I'll, I'll go out to lunch with my sister on the weekends, mm-hmm. and there's been a few times where I'll get dressed as Megan. and then I just I just can't ugh, I just can't get myself out. I Hate it. Yeah. And then I change back to dude mode. I went over to her house, and they still weren't ready. So stupid. <laughs> like how how can I change into I can be a, a, a lady and then a dude, and you're still not ready. <laughs> Makes no sense. Yeah, but I, I mean, think, yeah, I think talking about everything really, really helps. I think that helps the most. Yeah, and I mean,
0: that's pretty much what we have—is the curious conversations, or, or hearing other people talk about their own like struggles. Because shit, I struggle too every day, trying to be Giselle and like trying to be i don't know just a human being sometimes it's kind of hard to just i mean you know i'm not suicidal or anything but like existing is kind of hard and then existing on top of like having trans issues and then having other issues that affect you um or affect people you care about or affect you know underserved populations it's like it's hard
1: definitely So
0: I get you, girl. I mean, you're doing so good though. I mean, when you talk about it's gonna take some time, sometimes it takes a year, you know? And mm-hmm, we're still struggling. Mm-hmm. Like we're still we're still in the same, you know, stuff. But you're making such strides to improving and understanding who you are, which cannot be the same cannot be said about some other people who are still in the same boat or who's still hiding or who still don't want to open up, which is again on your own timeline, girl. No one's forcing yeah, you or which, arresting you, but I like get said, it. Talk it out. Talk to Mm -hmm. someone. Ask for support. We're here to help you and understand you and help you figure yourself out. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I totally get where people are coming from, like being in the closet and stuff. I I understand. Totally get it. It's fucking scary. It's so fucking scary. scary. That's like coming out to people. It's like one of the scariest things I've ever done. (laughs) And every like for me, every time it's fucking scary. Yeah. although i've gotten pretty good about it
0: Jeez, so good like you're posting photos like nothing i'm like
1: yes yes bitch I, love it <laughs> i um i just came out to one of my longtime friends like two oh, weeks yay. ago two or three weeks ago so that was that went well good, good. The, the conversation never really went that direction but i kind of had to just stop it
0: because it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like hey how's the weather hey i'm trans oh
1: fuck wait what <laughs> yeah like i've been trying to i've been trying to get Meet up with that guy for like, we had like five dinner plans. And every time he's like, oh, I'm working today. I'm like, well, you picked this day. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then like the sun, the Sunday, I actually told him, I'm like, hey, you want to go to lunch? He's like, okay, it'll be a late lunch. Okay. And I'm like, that's fine. And then he texts me like an hour later. He's like, oh yeah, my friend's still in town. Uh, I'm going to go to lunch with them. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Stop <laughs> postponing this. This is like <laughs> You don't understand how much this is like stressing me the fuck out. And I just want to get past this. <laughs> you
0: could just tell them. You don't have to wait for lunch. Like, hey, motherfucker, I'm I'm transgender, and he's like, wait, what? <laughs> huh? You should something you should hold over lunch. Well, you don't have lunch with me, you
1: bastard. Yeah, dick. <laughs> so, so we went to dinner, and I told him then, and that went it went good. Good, good. He, his body language definitely changed, though. Like as oh, I was it? saying it, yeah, he got. I could just tell he got like real tense and nervous I guess. We went to a Japanese place and like as soon as I mentioned it, like he grabbed the the chopsticks paper and just starts like crumpling it and just like <laughs> you know fidgeting and you could just tell Isn't that isn't that part of the This is probably funny, but like isn't
0: that part of the fun? of telling someone who's never heard or known about you is finding what the reaction will be. Cause sometimes it is kind of like, Holy shit, they're really surprised. And other times you're just like, they're like, okay. And you're like, wait, you're not, you're cool with it. Like you're not, you're not surprised. And you're like, there's this like anticlimactic like ending and you're like, God damn it. I thought you'd be more <laughs> surprised. I guess we we'll just eat sushi now. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like, have they been majority? Anticlimactic that you're just like it, these, like things, these anxiety building like endings that you thought were going to happen are just they turned out to be like, like not really anything, or or they have they been have they majority of just been like crumbling paper and you're like, oh, body language changes or or what?
1: Pretty much everyone has just been like, <laughs> okay, I support you, cool. Like, I've only had like Two bad experiences. That was my, my mom and then my brother. Mm-hmm. My my brother has come around Yeah since um, I went over to his house like in March for his birthday and I had a big long conversation with him and his wife and they asked a lot of questions which you know that's like that's what I would hope. I would hope they would ask questions and I could answer right. things that are on my mind and not just sit there with these thoughts on my mind like I want to know what you think.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, for some people, it is hard to process because they're like, "Okay, wait, wait, you were this, and now you're this. What? What?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like it's like when people use the word "they." I still struggle with this shit. The "they" and "them." Everyone's oh I like, they oh yeah, that. they they want this. And I'm like, who? Like which 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 group of people? No, they. And I'm like, who? Wh- which group? They them. And I'm like, where? That's one person. And they're like, no, it's they. And I'm like, okay, what? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's a struggle and it takes education and understanding and like learning about one person's you know i individuality and what they want and what they like and people don't like to put in work <laughs> it's true I just want to be like that's probably what your mom is saying like no but you're my son like i'm supposed to this is how a son's supposed to act and you're like no mom you you're a bitch please stop <laughs> referring to me as such i don't know I'm a
1: real son of a bitch.
0: Yeah. And guess who's the <laughs> guess who's a bitch? Yeah. Yep. You... Yep. Yeah, exactly. You're technically a daughter of a bitch now, I guess. Is that what you're, you're going
1: at Yeah, that works. <laughs> my you know, whenever I call my my mom a bitch, I went to my sister's house afterwards and I was having like a mental breakdown and I told like my niece and nephew and they were they were cool. Um But then like I was telling my sister like I was just like crying and shit and I'm telling my sister about everything and I'm like, yeah. And then I called her a bitch. And she said, you really are my sister. Aw.
0: <laughs> Aw. That's so sweet. That That's, see, that's what you, that's what people need is this, like, this support from family members who, you know, you might hate your mom, but your sister loves you. You know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. people don't want to come out to their family members because they are afraid that they don't understand. And some of them don't. Like, clearly, like, your mom is just, I don't know, in her, her own world, clearly. Yeah. And bringing her church with her too, which is fucking fine, I guess. <laughs> sure. I'm glad you don't go to church. But like, isn't that? Didn't you? How did you feel when your sister called you her sister, your sister? Like, how did you feel?
1: It was very validating. Huh. Yeah, it was really nice.
0: And she loves you. Like, I don't know. Like, if she didn't like you, she wouldn't. I don't know. Probably not talk to you or give you the time and de- time or day to vent. I don't know. That's true. You have a lovely family outside of your mom, apparently, and your brother is, I guess, a little bit of an asshole, but he's coming around. So.
1: <laughs> eh, he's always kind of been off in his own world. we'll oh, see? All, like, always. Even as like, a kid.
0: <laughs> some people are out there, and some people really just won't understand. Like, it's like you can try, like you tried with your mom. They just don't get it. And I think those people aren't worth convincing. They'll be part of your family, and we ha- I have family members, trust me, who you can't convince them of anything and they're just they just think they're right and you're just like okay well i'm gonna go find people who do understand me <laughs> so i
1: don't know yeah she's from what i've been told she's been doing her quote research Oof. whatever Oof. that is i have no idea well
0: clearly it's not from a public school <laughs> i'm sure so. it's
1: nothing good <laughs>
0: uh
1: she, she she says i listen to podcasts and i'm like well, what podcast are you listening to because any like Trans or cross-dressing podcast I know, is not telling you the shit you're learning. You're probably hearing. Joe
0: Rogan or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> probably.
0: <laughs> or or fucking Ben Shapiro or Candace Owens nonsense.
1: That's that's probably more likely. Oh god, kill me. Kill yeah. Me. So so um, my nephew lives with her. Mm-hmm. They clash a lot. My oldest oh, what's your nephew? nephew. He's twenty. He'll be twenty-one in July.
0: And he's, is he half black or is this
1: the half black? He's ha- yeah, he's half black. He's my sister's oldest kid. Okay, great. Uh, so he lives with her. They don't really get along. <laughs> but I, I had to go to the ER with him like a week or two ago because he like broke his leg. Oh, Jesus. And I kind of reconnect with him because I hadn't talked to him in like over a year or two. Mm. So I've been like chatting with him the last week or so. And I just, I told him like, hey, I don't know what my mom's told you. Or what she said, or anything. I don't. I don't know what she said. But this is what happened. This is my perspective. This is who I am. And he's hmm. like, "Oh yeah, I knew. I I figured it out in October." Or oh. he said he said September or October, and I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you'd know in September because <laughs> I don't know. But huh. he says he knew, and he's fine. I've been sharing like trans things that. I think are good for him to, to watch to kind of figure yeah. things out.
0: Um, and, he, and you don't know how he figured it out. He just figured it
1: out. He said he found it out on Instagram. Oh, well, there you go. Because my Instagram's not private, or or you know, there's like a checkbox you can like check off the mm-hmm. "don't suggest me to people" kind of thing. Right, right.
0: I don't mm-hmm.
1: really care, honestly.
0: Same. Who gives I a
1: figure if if someone finds out from there? Great. I don't have to tell them. Yeah. Right. So he's like, I I found out then. I just didn't want to... I didn't know if I should tell you or... I don't know. He said something stupid like that. I was wanting you to tell me. And I'm like, shit, you tell me, so I don't want to worry about this.
0: (laughs) Right, right. And it's nice, I guess, that he is younger and it's a sign that maybe, like, the progressiveness of our youth is going towards, like, acceptance of the LGBTQ plus, like, population. So I think that's a good sign. I mean, it would have been better if he told you, but I guess it's still better than nothing. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's he's been telling me, like, he's like, I don't know how you could, you know, not be yourself for so long. And I'm like, well, it's different when you're doing it when you're in that scenario
0: true yeah
1: you know when, when you when you hate yourself and yeah. you just feel like shit all the time
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're scared and feel a sh- you know you know it's yeah. it's it's easier said than done i think yeah
0: i mean we all have our struggles and a lot of it is is internal right these things that we internalize Around us, like no one's gonna like me. Why would they accept me? And then it doesn't help when like your mom is, I don't know, saying things or like watching things that may not be very positive towards the community you associate with. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, trans people are being made by public schools. Excuse me. Like what? what? Huh? Where did that come from? Okay, sure. Um, So it doesn't help. So then you're, you know. And and that it's reinforced in you, like, well, maybe what she thinks is what everyone else thinks. And then you do find people who are like, don't think that. And you're like, oh, maybe what I am is perfectly fine. Which is ironic because probably is, she's doing the same thing with her. Like, who doesn't think the same way? Because you're seeking out the population that believes what you believe, right? Where she's probably doing the same thing with her podcast and, like, I'm sure, yeah. Facebook groups that think that, like... Again, trans people are created by public schools, so she's looking for the same kind of... So it creates these echo chambers that you know is helping her own like thinking, whereas I mean, you kind... I mean, you're doing the same thing, but you're not doing it in like a kind of a hateful manner. I don't know if your mom's hateful, but just... Maybe she is, but... She is. (laughs) Okay. She is now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, clearly. She
1: used to not be like that,
0: but... But it's like you're... You're not, I mean, in some senses she could say that you're hating on my beliefs, but in, it, it, and I guess it's kind of true, but it, you're only hating on her beliefs because it's not true, if that makes sense. Like yeah. what you're saying isn't true and what you're, wherever you're getting your research from is not factual. Mm-hmm. Like if you talk to a trans person, they're not, they're, they're not going to say, well, my teacher taught me to be trans. Like that's dumb. Like that's not how this works. Like then, you know, any trans kid would not, like, in theory, they would want to be normal if you called not being trans normal, I guess. They would, they would want to fit in, right? Like, nobody forces themselves to say, like, or <laughs> is taught to be trans. It's just It just fucking happens, I think. I don't know. That's just me. I'm sure you're the same way. Like, if you wanted your mom's acceptance, you wouldn't be like, hey, mama, I'm doing something that I clearly know you don't like. <laughs> Right, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you hate your mom anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. But like, yeah, you know what I am saying? It's so stupid. It's stupid. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I totally agree. It's so stupid.
0: <laughs> but then she's probably saying the same thing about us. What are these stupid fags or whatever? I don't know what she calls us. <laughs> I am sure it's something <laughs>
1: hateful. <laughs> probably
0: not good. I
1: am sure it's super hateful. It, but it's
0: it's like like I don't hate your mom. I mean, you do obviously. But I just don't. I hate that whatever thing she learns online is is apparently the truth where it's like why don't you do a little more understanding you can do your research but people always say well i researched it on facebook and i'm like oh great that's not the kind of research i was talking
1: about. yeah so whenever whenever i was telling her on that mm-hmm. lunch after thanksgiving or whatever oh yeah yeah. and i was like calling her out on all this shit because she, she was spewing off all this you know her research or whatever that she's heard before yeah and I'm just, like, calling her out on it. I'm like, you know, you went to college. You should know what a decent source is.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and she, like, recently went to college. It wasn't, like, 30 years ago. It was, like, five years ago. Oh, eesh. It's like, you should know what a source is. <laughs> yeah, a legitimate or, source.
0: Right, a legitimate, like, scholarly article-written article, article written source. But I, I just think people are just like, you know, cherry picking facts with, like, oh, yeah, did you hear about this? This is the truth. And it's like, no, it's not. How would you know? Well, it's because I'm trans, dumbass. Like, <laughs> not to call your mom a dumbass, but she probably, maybe, no, I would probably be. would right now. <laughs> it's just, it's just there's no like, there's no like hum- humanity in people anymore. They don't want to understand because they just want to be right. And it's like, you can be right. But You can also have disagreements and understand other people's point of views, and I and I love to listen to your mom's point of views. But it gets really hard when she's telling people, like you know, denying your reason to exist. <laughs> like when I don't know if she says church, like God says, you know, you're all going to hell, or I don't. Know, again, I don't know if that's what she thinks, but
1: um, wouldn't surprise me.
0: <laughs> but it's it's like I and I don't I hate creating a divide, but I don't like when people don't want to understand or listen to another person's point of view. At least try to understand it. Because I'd I'd hear your mom out. But when, again, she's bringing up stuff that I'm just like, that's not factual. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just hard to convince people of otherwise. And I know what she's trying to do is trying to convince you of her opinion or her whatever she's so-called facts. But, like, when you know it's not underlying, there's no underlying truth or it's not, like, supported with great evidence. And it's just, like, dumb shit. You're just like, okay, well, I don't. And it sucks because she's your mom, but uh, obviously you hate her. But yeah. it's just like you have to deal with her. Right? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Well, I man, I haven't I haven't dealt with her. I, I've I have seen her at like the grocery store a few times mm. since I saw her mm-hmm. at Target once when I was about to buy some clothes or something. Mm-hmm. I ran away. <laughs> I ran away every like every anytime I see her, I run away. Mm-hmm. It's it's stupid. Like she is the only fucking person that I run into in this city. <laughs> I don't understand it. Ah, oh.
0: Misery loves company, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's always at the store. That's like way, the way away from her house. <laughs> like there's a grocery store way closer to her house. Like go to there. Um, Stop going to the one by my house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think you're doing a great job, girl. I care about you. Love you. I love what you're doing with yourself. You're doing amazing, positive things towards being you. And I think we'll get there, both of us. Um, you're, but you're making so much progress in a year. let ta- I mean, it's going to take some time for some people. They're still not out of the closet, and they listen to this podcast, and they're probably like dreaming of what you're doing. You know, like they're probably well, fuck, Megan's living my life. Like, I can't wait to do what she's doing. But they're scared, and I don't know what you would say to that person if they're they're listening to this and this is your second time on. What would you say to that person that's still
1: scared to come out? It's better being out and yourself hmm. then hiding and putting all your stuff in the attic. Yep. Don't do that. That sucks. It's not a way to live. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. It's really hard to do, but you really got to do it. You have to be kind to yourself. But it like for me, just being able to talk about things that are on my mind that are bothering me with even just like my sister or my friend. That goes such a long way in just how I feel about myself and in general. I don't know. I'm just, I'm happier somehow. Mm-hmm. Like when I listen to, I, I can't listen to that other podcast that I did. I, I can't. It's too, it's too hard for me to listen to. I, like I hear a lot of pain in my voice.
0: Your first episode, your mm-hmm. first
1: yeah, I, I think I've listened to it twice, and it just both times it was so hard. It was so hard for me to listen to, and not because I hate my voice. I don't really hate my voice, but ugh, just there's just so much pain in my voice hmm. that I don't feel as, as present now. So, yeah, I would, I would be open and honest at least with somebody. If you have a partner, be honest with your partner for sure, because that is a. That is a shitty thing to hide from your partner. Mm-hmm. Preferably like before you marry, married, maybe. Preferably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not always the case, but because I was one of them. But yeah, I don't know. Just just do it. It's better. It, it gets better. I mean, like for me, one of the, the best things to get me to do stuff is just for someone to say, do it.
0: Just do it. Yeah,
1: And that usually gets me to do it. So just do it. What are you waiting for? Just do it. Tell people. If it's safe, tell people.
0: Yeah. I mean, you just seem happier. I mean, I've I've heard your episode probably also twice before this, because I mean, I I used to release way more episodes and and be like, oh, let me listen to it. Okay, cool. And then we'll never listen to it again. But I I remember your voice and I remember people really loving your episode, Hmm. really loving you as a guest. And I was like, oh, well, maybe she's She's pretty good, right? And they're like, "Yeah, she's like I hear myself in her story, and that's what I love about telling other people's stories because there is a lot of people that can relate to other people's stories." And they heard your they heard your voice, and they heard you are right. You sounded um, like you were not not physically in pain, but you could hear how the the struggle of just coming to terms with who you were. I mean, I am sure that's what you felt too when you heard it again. But
1: yeah, and I was. Gosh, I, I, it's so hard. It's so hard for me to listen to. There's yeah. so much pain in my voice.
0: I mean, there's a lot of pain in, out there, um, especially for closeted crossdressers and closeted trans people, trans women, trans men, um, people who don't have the support you do. But now that you know you have the support you do, like look at you now, right? Like, And seeking support if your family isn't there for you, right? Like your sister or your friends or your brother or who isn't there or your nephew, like even someone who's younger, right? Talk to someone who's younger than you and listen to how they'll support you because they understand. They understand that you are, you know, maybe, I don't know, kind of lost Mm -hmm. or just kind of like you need somewhere to turn to or just heard really. yeah, And someone to tell you, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. And look at you girl, a year year later and look at you, you're fucking Blowing up our Discord for four hours talking because you have a lot to say, I <laughs> and just talking t- on stop. <laughs> Good, that's how you should be. That you should be more vocal because then someone else will eventually open up and say, "Oh wow, well, shut up, Megan, my turn." You know?
1: <laughs> I know. I kept trying to get them to talk, and they're like, "No, you talk." And I'm like, Ugh.
0: "It's because you're okay. you. It's because you found yourself. You found support and." I mean, when I found support, I just wouldn't stop talking either. And I still won't stop talking because I have a podcast now. <laughs> and I mean, I, I always enjoy listening to what you have to say. because I'm like, yes, bitch, talk. Thanks. Like, <laughs> because you need that. Other people need that. Other people need to voice their opinions and talk. And sometimes it just may not be what you agree with. And sometimes the opinions that other people say, I don't agree with. I'm just like, I don't believe that. But hey, you're going to talk. and You're going to have your own thing. Sure. But when it's like <laughs> but when people are talking about like hateful shit, like, oh, <laughs> public schools <laughs> create trans people, like, okay, what? Huh?
1: <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, what are you
0: talking about? <laughs> yeah, I would be mad too and call my mom a bitch if she said that too. But we're not here to change people's minds. Like, that's not my goal. It's just my goal is to make you think.
1: Well, I think that's probably one of the best things you can do. Yeah, just think about it.
0: Exactly, but when your own parents are just like not even giving you the time of
1: day, again, not it's not worth your time. I think, but she's your mom. (laughs) I wish my dad was around because I know he would have been super supportive and loving. Um, I like the other day I I wrote him a letter. You know, I go to the park. I wrote my journal. I like just wrote a letter to him and. Mm. I don't know, that got me like super emotional and crying, and I was a hot mess, but it was good. I felt a lot better afterwards.
0: Good, good. Um, You know, moving forward though, you know, I'll wrap it up here in a bit because I am dozing off, but uh, where do you you see me getting now? Like, do you see yourself transitioning? Do you see yourself, um, I don't know, dating? Do you see yourself, like, what do you see yourself in five, 10 years, girl? Megan?
1: That's a good question. <laughs> it's a really good question. I don't know. Hmm. I'm kind of just taking it day by day right now. Yeah. That was a that was a writing prompt in that journal.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, go. It's me. like
1: ri- it was like write a journal entry in ten years or ten years in the right. future, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so, like when I did that, I wrote one in like dude mode and one in uh, Megan mode. Hmm. The dude mode wasn't too happy. Mm. so maybe i shouldn't do it that way
0: hmm it's
1: a good thought experiment or good good thing to try and just write a write a journal entry from 10 years in the future
0: yeah i, I love that as as megan and as boy mode if you're a male you know born male and if you're transgender write it as your transgender stuff that is a great writing prompt i love that idea Yeah, that that
1: was a half page prompt too, so wasn't even enough space to write.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't mind me asking, what was it that you wrote so short for guy mode, and what was it that you wrote so long for girl mode? I mean, you didn't have much space, but what did you do? What did you write?
1: Uh, So, like for guy mode, in my mind, I think I picture like if I just went guy mode and I like said screw Megan stuff it just reminds me of old me mm. where I'm like purging and shoving shit in the attic and hiding and I don't know just being filled with a lot of shitty emotions and mm. feeling terrible about myself feeling isolated that, that mm. that's when I was writing it. That's how it felt at least, mm-hmm. yeah, but as Oh, Megan! Yeah, Megan said um, that it was a rough few years, but once she got through it, things were better, and couldn't be happier. Hmm. If I had had the journal with me, I'd actually read it, but I don't have it with me. It's in the car. That's
0: okay. You you gave me the gist. (laughs) That's that's pretty good. I I mean, again, listening to you from i'll probably i'll listen to your last one and then i'll listen to this one and i'll edit it and then post it pretty soon because i i need an episode up here and because and i think you're amazing like you're phenomenal in what you're saying and people will fucking love this because they'll see your progress and you'll hear your progress of how much you've changed but it's such again it these kinds of stories your kind of story makes me it like brings such joy to my heart. Like I, a lot of things make me happy, but nothing more happier, oh, fucking more happier, fucking <laughs> nothing makes me happier <laughs> than hearing how, like when someone truly discovers themselves or, or becomes their most authentic self. Again, that's always the, ba- <laughs> the backbone of this podcast, but just hearing how happy you are and, how positive this change has made you. It's fucking scary as shit. Like that. That's not that. That's not what I'm proud of. I don't like p- making people scared. No, anything. it's fucking
1: it's fucking scary as shit. But.
0: <laughs> that's not my goal. When they're like, <laughs> yeah, I hate what I hear that I can. Like I might have broken up a marriage because I made someone discover themselves. I'm like, oh yay, Woo. But like, it's it's hearing like that when you talked about it. Like you said, I'm sure you wrote that on your journal. As Megan is like, oh, it was rough a couple years, but. I've made it, and I'm, like, happy, and I'm myself. Like, I can't wait for you to go out the door and not have to fucking worry about College Station, right? Like, fuck these transphobes. <laughs> I mean, Seriously? you know, I don't want them to shoot you up, but, like, I'm sure they have guns, but I don't want you to be, you know, I, I want them to be, like, oh, that person's really cool. That person's really confident in themselves. Yeah,
1: and mm-hmm. then there's, like, there's all the anti-trans stuff going on in the yeah. Texas legislature right now. Ugh. And, like, I'm seeing all these, like, really young trans kids and stuff like testifying. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Give me some of that confidence. <laughs> and you know, like, if, like, like, that like that kind of makes me feel bad about myself because they're, why are they like, they're so young and they're just like out there. And
0: yeah, because they've been supported that you didn't get when you were younger. Now they're now these motherfuckers are supported as shit. They're like, they're angry and they're yeah. ready to fight for the end. That's, where, that's why I'm saying you should talk to your youth. Talk to the younger people who are who are ready to fight and not the older people who are kind of old and want to hide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not saying all old people want to hide, but they're tired. They're old. They've fought enough of a fight. Some of them are still fighting, which, you know, good for them. But, like, you just got to just be yourself and do what you can and be surround yourself around people who support you and care about you. You have the same goals. Those trans people, maybe go to a rally or something. Just be there around those people, you know you might get maced or you might get like arrested but some of these people are willing to fight and I would be willing to fight if COVID wasn't around but you know I mean COVID I don't, I'm still not trying to kill a lot of people I'm vaccinated there's no,
1: there's <laughs> no COVID in Texas haven't you heard
0: oh you're right I apologize <laughs> same with electricity so
1: yeah we're COVID free <laughs> <laughs> yeah you
0: guys have been open up for like a month or two now like fully open up,
1: been open up the whole time basically whoo <sighs>
0: ah uh, girl don't even get me started about texas whole, and- whole other deal oh jesus it's and it affects us all you idiots like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what are people thinking oh this is really affect me i'm fucking oh, you dumbass it's just making it worse. anyways but yes um i'm proud of you girl uh i don't know if you want to say anything last to the podcast listener who's i mean you've said it supported him. um anything last words last things you want to talk here girl because i
1: don't know anything yeah yeah um So what I would say is if you're struggling or going through a hard time, don't be afraid to ask for help. There's no shame in asking for help or getting help. Just do it. You'll feel so much better about yourself in the long run. You'll actually get help.
0: Yeah, go get help. Like therapy, do something, talk to someone. Get help,
1: talk to somebody. Message Giselle, message me, I don't care, talk to me i'm around i mean i'm around
0: you're here exactly yeah. uh yes uh well thank you megan um i'm exhausted and tired uh you are an amazing guest people love this well i love you girl um thank you thank you i love you
1: too thank Thanks you so much
0: and finally the miscellany yeah! Now that was Megan in another installment of my Curious Conversations. And, you know, I always love when a guest updates me on how they're doing, and I was so glad she came onto the podcast to tell how much her life has improved since being on the podcast. Happy to hear she's doing well, and for long-term fans here of the podcast, I think you are too. Because really, there was a lot of fear and hesitancy in our original conversation with me in episode 48, but damn has she blossomed and become such a treasure to me and the podcast. She has some work to do, and I mean, really, shit, I do too. I'm trying my best to continue just living my Giselle life, given the circumstances around us, but I'm actively trying my best to do more for the podcast, and I'll be back soon enough with more episodes. But that's all for this episode. Just know that I love you all, man. Until next time, as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.